Hi, this is Bernard Zimmermann. And Philip Butter. Welcome to our podcast series, Virtual Leadership Development, How to Master the New Normal. Welcome from my side as well. In the series, we cover a range of topics that all have an influence or impact on leadership development and all its application in a virtual context. Yes, this is the online or virtual situation that has been around for many years and somehow never completely caught on. But as a result of COVID-19, this is what we all now talk about as the new normal. In this, our first episode, Setting the Scene, we would like to give you an overview of the most important topics we intend to cover during this series. We also want to be very inclusive in who we aim our podcast at. However, probably the people who will find most use for it will be other coaches or trainers who are active in leadership development, but importantly, also those leaders themselves who want to lead their team in the new virtual environment with the same constructive and powerful impact they did in face-to-face. -face. Yes, Philip, I think that anyone who participates in online or virtual workshops and meetings will be able to find some insights and value that will help them to get more out of these interactions. Before we dive in, we just want to give you a short introduction who we are. So my name is Bernard Zimmermann. I'm the managing partner of Contact, the consultants in technology advanced coaching and training. And I'm here with my colleague, Philip. Philip, tell us a bit about yourself. Hi, Bernard. I'm Philip Water. Like Bernard, I'm also a professional coach. We've been working together for the past 10 odd years in very different ways. And from this year, we're also collaborating through contact. We had a conversation recently, and we were talking about our experience in the last 10 years in virtual situations as coaches, as well as in training situations. And we felt that maybe our experience might be relevant for other people who are now facing them for the first time. And that's, in essence, the reason why we started this podcast. Great, Philip. So what can actually our listeners expect you know, to take out really from this? What is the essence you think we will offer them? There are certain tips and tricks that you need. Things uh -huh. that work. Yeah. Things that work in real face-to-face -face situation, but don't necessarily work in the same way in a virtual situation. Mm -hmm. And if you knew these things, you don't have to approach it through trial and error like you have and like I have. So I think there are a few things that we can help our listeners with in terms of getting to effectiveness and efficiency quicker, but most important for it really to have an impact on the people that they work, whether they're a coach or whether they're just a participant. How can we get to what we want to achieve quicker and better? Mm -hmm. Excellent. Okay. So that sounds interesting. Now it's then looking into how they can use our experience and not going through the learning cycle. So when we talked about the whole program, we said you know, that there are a number of things we would like to cover. A is first from our experience, from the power we've experienced on working in the virtual world, having people really engaging in the virtual community and in a, in a virtual room. But then also not kind of keeping it aside, also dive onto the challenges, but also then, as you said, from our experience, give ideas for solutions, how to overcome these challenges. 
So when we go to the next level on diving into what do you think is the real elements people should keep in mind for their own motivation for kind of being inspired almost by the virtual world? What makes it really powerful, Philip? So for me, there are a couple of things that really make virtual powerful. And we use these things in order to overcome the challenges that we face. So for me, there are a couple. First of all, rules of engagement. Uh -huh. Focusing on the attitude that I come into a workshop with or into a coaching session with. The next point, focusing on the tech. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then focusing on the intention. Focusing on the connection that we have with people. What we call in coaching the we level, the relationship level. Yeah. Then focusing on how we engage with people and then building trust. So those are the key points in what makes it powerful. Now, probably as you were listening to me, you would have thought, well, many of those are interconnected. Uh, of course they are. <laughs> yeah. Now, when I speak with people, very often they really focus on the technology. So the technology is the thing that has to be the backbone. That's everything. But actually, the way we look at it, when you go through what you just said, technology is there, but it's a one, one element. There's much more to it in terms of the engagement, in terms of the connection. So that's what we think is makes the real power, not just technology. Now, technology and the way we think about things comes with challenges. And depending on how we think about it, it may actually restrict our ability to engage fully and make the best out of the virtual world. What are we covering on the challenges, just as a headline in the series? Well, just to jump into that, Bernhard, you know, communication is communication. And the tools or the tips or the tricks that we use are mostly the same. However, in a virtual situation or in an online situation, we have different challenges. And we need to approach these challenges with the same tools and tricks, but maybe just in a slightly different way to make sure that we have the same effectiveness and depth that we, that we would normally have. And to go through the topics very quickly, in the same sense as in a normal face-to-face -face situation, you know, we deal with vulnerability and fear in our communication. We deal with excuses. We deal with a lack of intention. In an online situation, these three elements are very, very strong, but in a different way. So mm -hmm. we need to make yeah. sure that when we communicate, we really focus on how do we deal with the vulnerability that I have if I'm the coach or the impact of vulnerability or fear that the participant has. Mm. And then I think also just to add on to on the excuses that you actually we're very aware what state of mind we have and not being kind of attracted that technology is the failure and that generates then an excuse that's actually not there in real life when you know what you do if in the most effective way. And we also have then other elements on the challenges on the not listening. Some people, because they sit in front of the computer, multitasking, thinking I can do things in parallel. 
but actually doesn't work, as we all know. Yeah. And we already touched on that one, more on the, the technology level, the fear of technology, uh, but also failure or disruption, etc., and destruction by technology as well. So I said at the beginning, we, we then cover also ways based on our experience, how to approach these challenges. What's in there for our listeners? Well, one of the most important things is uh, how to manage yourself. You know? Mm -hmm. Okay. We sit and we take part, but we don't realize that how I manage myself and how I bring myself into this, yeah. um, that that plays a huge role in the effectiveness or the efficiency that we're going to have from a session. Whether it's a one-on-one -on -one session or whether it's a session between, let's say, five or ten people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another element is how we listen. Yes. You know, listening is probably one of the biggest issues that we have when we talk about leadership development. Online, it's much more difficult. Mm -hmm. So what is my intention? What are the tools that I use to listen, to really deeply listen? Yeah. That's, that's very important. Yeah. And another one is, how do I engage with others? There are many barriers that we have in online communication that we don't have in offline communication. So we need to be much more circumspect with how we engage with others in a virtual sense. Yeah. yeah. Another one specifically for the people who lead a session, mm -hmm. how do I own the process? Yes. If I don't own the process... I'm not going to own the conversation. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm sure all of us have been in online session where we asked ourselves in the middle of the session, where is this leading? Why am I doing this? What's the point of this? Mm. Yeah. And then also one session we will specifically look at is how does coaching in a remote session work? Mm -hmm. Why does it work? Yeah. You have had some specific examples of people who are very skeptical yeah, about absolutely. coaching in an online environment. And that was just very recently. I mean, because of the pandemic, everything was shut down. Even companies who insisted that we would have only face-to-face -face in their belief that it would only be the only effective way, they're actually now forced all the leaders say, continue the coaching, but do it remotely. And I, one, one of my clients said, well, it doesn't work. <laughs> It cannot work. And then I said, you know what? Why don't you try? And, and then we can talk about it, whether it's actually something uh, that works or not. And it was, it was, I smiled at the end when you reflected on the experience. <laughs> and he said, you were able to read my emotions. You were, it was like you're in the room. I said, well, see, that's what I was talking about. It's about the connection. It's about, like you, you said, how do you listen when you're online that you're not distracted by what's going on in, in front of the screen, but actually that you, as deep as you can, connect with a person through the listening. Now, I'm a visual person. I, I had the video as well. I know the, the different modes of, of working, but that was a, a fantastic experience. So, and I think we will share that more experience on how to be at your best in a virtual connection, in a virtual interaction. In our next episode, the power of virtual, we will expand on what the new normal is. What makes it powerful when interacting or collaborating online and which challenges and barriers we need to consider 
that may have an impact on this collaboration in comparison to the face-to-face -face situation. Bernard, before we close, I'd like to give our listeners a question to think about. To do this, I want to go back to one of your previous points about the importance of connection. The reason why we do this is the connection we have with others. If we don't have that connection, it doesn't work. So for those of you interested, the question I'd like you to think about before you listen to our next episode is the following. When you have a virtual conversation or interaction, what is it that breaks down the connection for you or stops it from happening, regardless of whether it's in a group or a one-to-one -one situation? What are the issues you experience with connecting? So for me, thank you. I'm looking forward to our next episode. And a big thank you from me as well. Finally, before we go, if you would like to connect with us or share your insights and feedback, please feel welcome to do so either on LinkedIn, Bernard Zimmerman at contact, that is C-O-N hyphen T-A-C-T, or Philip Wota, we're both based in Germany, or connect via email at philip at wota.net or bernard.zimmermann at contact international, that is c-o-n hyphen t-a-c-t hyphen international.com. We look forward to connecting in our next episode. Thank you and goodbye.